Peace. Peace, peace, peace. I don't know why I'm seeing a delay. I'm seeing a delay on my camera. I restarted it. So it wouldn't do that. Yes, they tried to stop the guard. But we can't let that happen now, can we? Shout out to all my family in the house. I see y'all. We're going to talk about it. My brother, Dal Kurd from Stockholm, Sweden in the house. DJ Green Hornet. Ms. Ravioli. What up, what up, what up? A1 Drizzy. B1, y'all. Hang on, it's kind of hot. Uh, turn the air up from here. Now nah, it wasn't no summer vacation, y'all. They uh, what had happened was, hang on, I'll tell you in a second. Let me fix this. Yeah, let's get it nice and cooler in here. All right. What up, y'all? Peace. Peace to... I see some people donated before we even got in here. Appreciate you. I appreciate you. Who were they, actually? Let's give y'all a shout out right now. Um... I know I seen something on PayPal. FJ Sanchez, peace to you. Appreciate you. That's who it was. FJ Sanchez in the motherfucking house. Charlie said, how do you feel about your Jets this year? Hold up. Stop. First of all, let's clap it up for being back. Thank you, Charlie, for the uh, donation. But uh, if you follow me, if you follow the show, um, damn, hang on. Give me one second. Let me turn out this backlight. Hang on. All right. Okay. If you follow me, if you follow the show, then um, you know that I don't, when it comes to sports teams, I don't fuck with any Ets. Okay. That's the Jets, the Mets, the Nets. Uh, 
and any other ets that might exist out there. Uh, and I haven't really been watching football ever since the whole Kaepernick um, debacle. So, yeah, I never really went back. So I don't even know what the fucking Jets is doing. But thank you for your donation. Um, hang on. I was in the midst of sending out an invite. Here it is. Because um, I'm going to be at a cannabis convention this Saturday in Newark. Um, and the guy who's bringing me there would like to uh, you know, just drop a little science on what's going on with the joint all the particulars i'm gonna let him tell you what it's all about because there's a lot a there's a lot of um opportunity in this space for us as original people and they're trying you know they're trying to price us out of it and this is uh the type of information brother has is uh can be very helpful to us so we're gonna get brother on here brother hafiz we're gonna get him on here in a few um till then thank you hamza mir he said you sh guys should join rockfin and rumble because they're censoring you on youtube you know you're kind of right you know we got to stop um just supporting these platforms that don't support us you know um oh i see you fj sanchez thank you my brother um yeah we got to start supporting these these uh platforms that don't support us um somebody said some shit about paypal might start finding people if they saying something that they don't like that's not in you know in lockstep with uh political correctness are you serious like well then we got to stop using paypal if that's the if that's the case then we got to stop fucking with these services that think they can just um gangster us into doing what they want us to do. Like, I really thought about this during the time. First of all, okay, the strike. I got, the channel got a strike. Apparently, um, I'm not even fully sure, to be honest, like, what it was exactly. It was either when I played the video of the whole shooting with shaka zulu it was either that or it was when i played um this little clip of this you know gay bc's type of book you know one of the two 
I'm I'm a I'm believing that it was the Shaka thing, you know, because it was violence, even though the image was blurred out. Um I thought it was I thought it was okay to play, but maybe it wasn't, you know, because they were saying some shit about violence and all of that. So, you know, my bad. I didn't know. I wasn't trying to promote violence or anything. We were, you know, it was more of an educational thing where we were trying to break down exactly uh what happened. Um, you know, it was, it was an analytical thing. We weren't here to try to promote violence. What up, Kaluminati? He said, bring back Inf Mega. Why? What value does he bring? <laughs> Why would I do that? Um, shout out Aaron McCullough said, welcome back. Love the show. Keep doing your thing. Thank you, Aaron. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yeah, but while I was gone, it made me think about, you know, just communication. And, you know, what, we were going for like two weeks or something like that. Like, if I had something to say to y'all, how? <laughs> you know, I mean, there's other platforms and all that. But really, how do you communicate with your mass amount of people especially when they're used to coming to a certain place to see you. And now all of a sudden the powers that be say, uh-uh, you can't, you can't speak right now. Terrell McMiller, peace. Thank you. Appreciate you for your um, donation. Like, like what if I needed help? You know what I mean? Like, like in an emergency type of shit, like, and I can't go live. I can't get in contact with my constituents, with my army, with my loved ones. Um, that's some shit. That's some shit right there. And make sure you click that like button upon entering the room. Uh, click the share button. Let people know that we on right now, that we back. Godcast is back. <sighs> We're going to get into some issues, man. It's like, damn. And now, you know, <laughs> if they will, you know, cut off people like Kanye's um, Twitter and, 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 and just do the type of things that they're doing to him. And we're going to talk about all of it, you know, but it's 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 like. What do you think they'll do to anybody else? Like they're using him as an example to let everybody know that nobody's safe. Nobody's safe when it comes to, you know, this monster that they're calling that we know is political correctness. What they say, breaking news, PayPal. Oh, shit. Breaking news, PayPal took down Kanye's account. Can we verify this, y'all? Because I know, uh, what was it? Chase Bank just stopped banking with Yeezy? Like, like you know they mad when, <laughs> when they're going to let money get in the way. Like, these are some money-hungry animals, uh, that exist in this corporate world, you know, they love money. So 
and um, and and Yeezy is a money maker. You know, I resisted for a long time, long time from fucking with any Yeezys uh, or whatever the case may be. But, uh, you know, lo and behold, here go the slides right here. You know, uh, they comfortable as fuck. Um, and I got the foams. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, I see my people just popped up in the room. Give me a second, brother and sister. Um, so yeah, it just made me think about communication and, and yeah, we definitely have to have, really, we need our own YouTube. You know, we need our own everything in order to ensure, um, that the information and the algorithms and all of this is not being messed around. And, um, you know, cause the same way they'll send you certain, um, certain things in the algorithm, they can also block things from your algorithm. You know, I'm starting to notice I'm not seeing certain, um, individuals in my timeline the way I used to. You know, and these are people that I always click like on when I see them come through. My man Gully, um, who have I not seen in my timeline recently that I would see a lot? Definitely my man Gully. I, I wasn't seeing him for a minute. And I was like, yo, you've been posting? He's like, yeah. I'm like, damn, I ain't been seeing your shit in my timeline. Like, I know I got a lot of people, but damn, like I was seeing, you know, I usually see people's joints. Um, well, listen, we're going to get into some topics and all that in a little bit, but first I want to bring, uh, my brother on right now, uh, this Saturday, I'm going to be at a cannabis convention. Let's clap it up for that. <laughs> cannabis convention in Newark, New Jersey. Shout out to my pops who lives in Newark. Um, yeah, this is geared towards us. This is geared towards getting us the information that we need to uh, be in this cannabis space. Um, you know, they're trying to bar our entry, you know, by making things super high price and all that type of stuff. And we got people that got the cheat code. So um, let me bring my brother on right now. Um, I see you got a sister with, with him. I don't know her name, but that's all right. She'll introduce herself when we get here. But this is Brother Hafiz coming to the God Cast out about this time. Brother Hafiz. Let's go. Let's go. Peace. Let's Lord, go. Peace. How are you? <laughs> all good, brother. Everything beautiful, man. Thank you so much for having us on the platform. I know you haven't met my wife, Marie, but this is the other half of Real Cannabis Entrepreneur. We made this whole thing happen. Had to bring her into view, man, of course. Peace, queen. Peace. Peace, peace. See, you got your professional setup. You got your background. You got oh, your yeah. mic and all oh, that. You got the oh, cannabis yeah. uh, oh, podcast yeah. going oh, on as well. Oh, during pandemic, we went nuts, Lord. We had oh. over a thousand people in our in every one of our conferences we did virtual. We actually grew the um, organization, man. Got over 18 countries, of, uh, you know, that came, showed up. South Africa was in the building heavy. Amsterdam was in the building heavy. Spain was in the building heavy. Jamaica was in the building heavy. 
a lot of those countries, man, tuned in because there was a chance that we had to broadcast during pandemic. So we transformed the lab and everybody loved it, man. And so we continue to we continue to blast off when we're not live on stage. We up here making it happen behind the thing. Well, we known to be a little bit international over here as well. You know, we might have a couple people from a couple of countries in here right now. You know, I don't brag, but, you know we a little international out here. Shout out to uh, Terrell McMiller. Um, he said, enough respect, LJ. Will you ever have the God King's son on the show, bruh? Welcome back, too. Um, actually, yes, I will have King's son on the show. It's just King's son is a wild boy. Um, yeah, I've spoken to King's son recently. I've seen him maybe I want to say like three, four months ago. He he rests in Virginia now, and um, yeah, it's just coordinating. I don't know when we can get him on here, but we talked about it. I will get him on here. But uh, before we go any further, why don't you tell the people about what's going on? Uh, is it the whole weekend or is it just on Saturday? Yeah, it's actually next next weekend, Friday, oh, Saturday. next weekend. Yes, My yes, bad. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I was ready to pull up this Saturday. <laughs> it's all good. Pull up early, <laughs> baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so wait, man. wait, what's that date? What's the date? 21st and 22nd. Friday, okay, next Friday, next go. Saturday, 21st, October 21st, 22nd, North New Jersey. Real Cannabis Entrepreneur Conference. This is our seventh show in the past five years. My wife and I, we started this back in 2018 when I, you know, it was, we were in the beginning stages, emerging in New Jersey, right? Emerging market. My son kept pushing me about it. And I kept saying, you know, son, I don't know if they're going to legalize it here, man. They love locking us black people up too much in Jersey. I don't know if this is going to happen. They may, but well, they, first you said, son, what are you doing smoking weed? <laughs> I don't even know you smoke weed. And you talking about having cannabis conventions. <laughs> right. What you talking yeah, he, about? He, he was already only on 14. Nah. <laughs> yeah, he was on it, brother. So after that, we did it, man. We pulled it. We saw it coming to fruition. So we just put it in a high gear. And we started pumping it out there, man. We see New Jersey come to uh, play. And now since then, man, we've done it. We sold our first show out in 2019. I have over 500 people there. People came from all over the world. Girl came from Zimbabwe in 2019. Wow. Yeah, our wow. African countries are really, really emerging with the Canada game because Dedication. that's where all the genetics come from. The motherland. So wait, where is this taking place at? Uh, North New Jersey, right at the Double Tree, right at the airport. The Double Tree at the airport. We had to upgrade to the biggest ballroom in new jersey we've outgrown every single hotel in jersey north of atlantic city we're in the largest ballroom in new jersey this one's going to be the banger god that's why we had to bring you on stage (laughs) so what can what can people expect when they uh come to this convention what are we going to have there and and how 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 is this convention uh you know, more helpful to us as original people than say some of these other conventions going on. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one because that was the, that was the crux of why we did this in the beginning. My wife and I we started to travel around, and we were going to all of the other conferences, the cannabis conferences around the nation, and we saw that on the board was all their faces, and it was barely us anywhere. And at that time, I was like, you know what? This is crazy, man. We made, you know, hip hop made cannabis cool. Period. Then we got locked up for it, and now we still locked up for it, but yet it's moving in that direction, and, and we didn't see any of our faces as the pioneers. That was another reason why I decided to do, we decided to do the conference so that we could bring more of our people, showcase our young brothers and sisters who are really doing it in this cannabis game that don't get the shine. 
and that's what we do, man. And I'm and our young brothers and sisters, they I mean, they're doing their thing, doing their thing in the can of game. Mm, yeah, you were telling me about a young brother who will be there next Saturday, not this Saturday, next Saturday. <laughs> yes, um, yes. Tell me about the brother and the thing and some of the stuff that he's been able to do in the game. Yeah, that's my brother Chris Delio, man, from Web Joint. Big up to Chris. Big, Big up, up to my little dudes right there, man. Sold his first company at 17. Sold it for a million bucks mm. at 17 years old. You mm. know, the dude is a whiz kid, man. I think he's only 25 now. And his company's worth north of 30 million bucks. He powers yeah. a third of all cannabis deliveries that happen in California go through his software web joint big up the chris delio that's my dude younger than my son we come kick it and he's a super super sharp whiz man wow mm -hmm. nice yeah. i got so, a lot of superstars like that though i'm gonna run down you want me to run down a couple other ones because we oh, got come a lot on, of go go let them know we got a Dude, lot of impressive we see it's all about having a frame of reference if we have a frame of reference that we can look to and say oh well this person did it that gives us the energy and the you know feeling that it can be done so give us some more frame of references what's yeah, what else is going on absolutely my next one up in is my is my little dog shayun a data g right there behind me right here right here shayun that's my little my little young warrior he's okay. no joke he's making it happen he's Homie, the youngest with the beard? that's what you're talking about uh yeah right here okay i see you yeah, yeah, yeah. brother he the youngest one in the game right he's now up to four dispensary locations across two across two states which makes you what's called a multi-state operator there's mm. hardly any black multi-state operators this young brother's 26 years old and he's four locations two in oregon two in massachusetts and he's building right now i can't even get him on the phone because he's on location building another dispensary as we speak from ground up that's yeah. what's up that's what's up yeah, and he's and, and doing his thing, man. So I love to talk about my young brothers, that man, that are really out there, that are making it happen. And that's what we do at The Real Can Entrepreneur. And what makes it so different, too, is the fact that we're teaching you, we're getting the people that's actually doing it. You know, it's not professor knowledge. It's not the book knowledge. It's not any of that. Because in cannabis, it moves too fast, period. Anything you're going to write in a book by six months later is going to be completely outdated. You right. need to have those guys that are in the trenches because it's changing so frequently, so rapidly. And so much of the cannabis game is not documented. You can't find it. It's ungoogleable. Mm -hmm. And there's nobody going to tell you about it. Ungoogleable. Yes. You won't find it. And you only get it at a conference like this with people who are willing to share. And that's what I do. Go and aggregate. We aggregate all of the good brothers and sisters that are willing to share and come teach the real knowledge. Not that surface, surface level, high level, you know, yada, yada. Nah, I want actionable, real. Yo, this is how I did it. This is how you do it. This is how you could do it. Yo, start like this. Do like that. That's the guys I want on stage. And that's what we bring consistently, man. And that's why our audience leaves saying, man, I got more from this conference in two days yeah. than I did from an accredited university for a whole year. And we mm. got several of them saying that on our testimonials. You'll see uh, yep, on our site. Tell me about how they're trying to kind of bar us from entry with um, trying to price us out, you know, with $150,000 uh, filing fees and all of this stuff. And, and tell us how, um, you know, y'all have figured out ways to bring that down significantly so that we are able to enter the game 
Absolutely, man. That's another good one, man. Because everybody going through the game initially, we were all excited. Everybody in New Jersey, as the market took off, you know, all our black people, we was already, they was telling us they were going to give us all types of perks if we had charges and you got arrested for cannabis before and this, that, and the third, and you were only going to have to pay a tenth of the cost and all these other things. But once we got into the mix and we saw everything going down, we realized at the end of the day, you are not getting through this process without $100,000, $150,000. And that's just step one. That's not step two. That's step one, just to get what's called a conditional license. That's only a partial license. It means mm. on based off of conditions, you will get a full license if you fulfill the rest of the uh, 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 criteria and qualifications, blah, blah, blah. But Wait, just now, to get- isn't, not to cut you off, but hang on. Yeah. Isn't it something where this money is like, if you put this up, even if you don't get approved, they still keep the money. It's something Absolutely. like that, right? Oh, yeah. You ain't getting nothing. So if you put up a hundred, see, that's what I'm saying. How many yeah, black people are ready to risk exactly. $150,000 on a maybe? Exactly. Right? <laughs> a on real strong, from real weak people maybe. that you know don't fuck with you in the first place. You know, Absolutely. these white people don't want you to have a goddamn this shit in the goddamn first place. Nope. So now, of course, they're going to try to rob you for your 150 Try to yep. make you do okay. Maybe after the third time, you know, after exactly. they got, you know what I mean. That's exactly it, brother. That's exactly it. They know what it is. They know it is a deterrent. It's strictly put there as a barrier for the people who don't know that we wouldn't take those kind of risks unless you have that big disposable income that you can do that. And most of those people are not us, right? So they knew that that was the case. Um, and they set up barriers that you know, um, that's part of the game. But as as we come to understand the game and as we got so much deeper in it, I learned it from the ground up doing this for over five years and having really smart people like Shayun and Chris and all of these guys around me that I can ask questions and they would uh, school me to other things, allow me to learn it well, uh, a lot faster and better than everybody else. So uh, during that process, I said, guys, you know what? I realized that if we just sat there and let all of our people quit because they heard $100,000, $150,000, it was just going to open up all the slots for what we call the MSOs, the multi-state operators, the big publicly traded cannabis companies, the guys who come in with all of the bread, and they're going to ramsack the market, control it, price fix us, do everything else. And that was the light bulb that my wife and I said, we got to find a way to get our people through. Otherwise, it's just going to be them because we're in a limited license state, meaning once those licenses are gone, you cannot oh, get that license. Don't matter how much money you got, you can't get a license without buying someone out and that is the strategy of cannabis ladies and gentlemen so it'll be like 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 the uh taxi cab medallions kind of right you know about the taxi cab medallions in new york city no so so there's these things when they you know before uber and all of that you have the yellow cabs right yeah and but in order to have a yellow cab in the five boroughs especially in manhattan you have to have what's called a medallion uh, that's on the hood of the car that that has to be shown on the car and right. this medallion you know originally i guess when they first came out they might have been like twenty thousand dollars you know now these medallions can go for like five hundred thousand dollars like wow. some crazy amount wow. where like Try to try to get a medallion is like what you're talking about because you can't get it like that. You see what I'm saying? There's only a certain amount. And now I would have to buy the medallion from somebody else and make them sell it for an exorbitant price. So it's kind of what you're talking about here, where if there's only a certain number of licenses, once they're all out there, now I have to pay whatever this person wants. Exactly. That's the only way. 
Yeah, it's the only way in. And so mm-hmm. that's the strategy is to get in position so that you can be positioned to grow that business and and eventually exit from that business from all of the big boys coming in who want to buy you out. And then you ride that wave and then you get bought out. But they're pushing us so that they get as many of those positions as possible. We we figured out the process because we put I put our, my youngest son through the process, uh, put a whole bunch of other people through the process, helped everybody through the process, learn the game inside and out. And at that point, I said, I got a lower cost way to get everybody through. I know all of this. I've done the paperwork. I can could cut a bunch of this stuff for everybody. Let's get it done. And that's when we developed a consulting service where we were getting people through the process with as little as $20,000 to start it off, get mm. you your conditional and get rolling so that we can get you investors, build out your pitch deck, put you in front of the people, raise the capital, help you do your build out, help you do your market, help you do everything so that you succeed. And we got more of us that are rocking and that we can all help each other down the line. Wait, so you took it from 150000 to as low as twenty thousand dollars. Yes, sir. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow. From one fifty to twenty, man. Because you know what? Now What's two of us could just put put up ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, four of us can put up five thousand dollars. Exactly. And, and, and then have maybe one person go through the cleanest of us. You know, he's the guy. Exactly. Exactly. And you could roll and you could put to do all types of strategies. So that's what I've been doing with my people and saying, guys, listen, don't give up. Let's get you through the conditional part of the process. Once you get through the conditional part, now you got bargaining power, right? With your investors, you're a lot more investable because mm. you made it past one hurdle. That's Tax. a big hurdle. And now the investors are going to be at least to say, okay, this guy's serious enough that he put up, he's got skin in the game. He put his own money up. He got through the conditional those are the business people that they're going to come to and they'll have the higher probability of getting it. So that's what we're trying to do with a lot of our people, man. Position them. Wow. This sounds great, my brothers. So yeah. this next Saturday, the 21st and 22nd of yep. October at the Doubletree Hotel at the airport in Newark, New Jersey. Yes, yes. Okay, yes, that's yes. Only like 20 minutes from me. I'm in Staten yeah. Island. And we got, we got, and let me tell you this guy too. Oh, go ahead, babe. You want to say something? Let's not mention the the after party that's going to be on. Oh, Oh, yeah. Our after party's off the hook. Our after party's off the hook, guy. You got to be there. You got to be there, guy. Don't threaten me with a good time, (laughs) goddammit. You got to be there. Don't threaten me with a good good time. And a cannabis, a cannabis club. First of all, I remember back in the days, I went to a, uh, a party that High Times was having. Oh yeah, and we was on the cover of High Times one time, and they had a party. I'm talking. Well, y'all y'all made the cover of High Times too. Yeah, oh, on the cover of High Times one time. Uh, back we're about in the to day. blast that on the screen when you get up there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what happened? Um, yeah, I'm Tom, Tommy Chong was there playing the guitar and all this type uh, of shit. And when you get there, they was just passing out mad weed and <laughs> mad bricks of hash, like right. Mm, that goodness this was in new york city and it wasn't legal then but they were just passing it out and it was it was beautiful man it was nice and and we have the number one hash extraction expert in the world and she's a sister from brooklyn Mm. big up to dank duchess big up to the dank duchess duchess dank duchess big up to her she will be in the building the best hash in the world ladies and gentlemen she's going to be there and she's going to be schooling us on what how how she does what she does and if you're looking to break into it and be part of the extraction uh uh uh, gang man but she's she's no joke no joke we got all the best people in there man uh how much is it 
how much what's the entry for this what's how much is this entry fees start at 97 bucks man for a one-day pass you can get in 97 dollars right now you can get in for two days all two days 147 we don't try to kill our people man come on in plus we got virtuals too you can't even rock with that you can't make it you can watch it virtually we stream it for you too we want the people to get the information period that's our goal and our objective that's the reason why we partner with so many other universities and schools too and we give away hundreds of tickets for students, for other people, for our peoples to make sure that they get the information because that's the that's that's what we're doing this for, man. Now will there be actual weed there? <laughs> Not at the conference because we're in the double tree. You know? uh, <laughs> it's a Hilton, a Hilton property. So this property, is property. all about coming well, to get the game. But at the after no party, ladies, no, nah, but you gotta ask this. This is why I asked. Yeah. People might be coming thinking that. Yeah. Nah, it ain't that be mad varieties and flavors there. Yeah, this is about business. If you're ready to do business, you're ready mm. to get into the yeah. business of cannabis. This is where you need to be. You know, at the end of the day, we gotta realize that if we are at a dis if we are so-called disenfranchised by our environments, by what we cannot do, this is the place where you can actually get the information to do the things that you want to do in life. And and get get the money that you want to do, you know, and, and, and the know how, and, and the you know gotta have a know how more than anything, and they be Absolutely. gatekeeping all of that know how from us all the time, and that's the reason why I had to dig in and extract it and, and force it out so that we can get access to it, guys, and that's what I'm saying now. I'm probably one of the only black people, man, that knows as much about this process inside and out and that's why i'm on a mission now to say guys i got it now we all got to get it now let's go everybody let's go pony up let's get it we got one shot man this is like prohibition this is like alcohol this is one shot deal whoever gets that bread jack daniels and all the rest of those guys those are the guys who went and went it head first when they said they couldn't be done and it was all these issues and it was all these hurdles it's the people who are willing to go through the hurdles willing to go through the ups the downs know how to pivot and all of these things this is what we teach the people, man, how to deal with it, how to make it through. Yeah, it's also about building connections, brothers. You know, at the end of the day, we need the, we need each other. And how else are we going to get there is by building this community that we have built so far with our masterminds and, and all of the people that we have built products for. This is it. This yeah. is the place. And this what better time. what October better thing? First through the 22nd. Let's go, y'all. Let's go. Let's go, y'all. <laughs> we, we, we don't play games now. You know, so people want to uh, get in contact you with you with your social media you got a website or anything like that absolutely man right up on the screen realcanna2022.com that's a short url realcanna2022.com you could go there but our official one is realcannabisentrepreneur.com you could check us on instagram realcannapreneur on instagram right we, we we do it big on ig man we got a big following on ig and um and we're going to continue to build out man pull it out guys y'all got to pull up because i'm telling you this is going to be the best education if you're serious about getting in the cannabis industry this is going to be the blueprint that you need otherwise you're going to risk taking all types of twists and turns with bad information instead come get it from the horse's mouth right here realcannaentrepreneur.com All right. Wait, did it, is that right? Did I spell it right? You did. Oh, you yeah. missed the R in the P after the P, but you got it. Uh, oh. P R E N E. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's, hard. it's a real spelling bee. That's what I do on stage, too. We're going to have all kind of contests, and I make people spell all types of characters. Well, you said words. R after the P? Yeah, R after the P. And okay. then uh, uh, it's the N N E U 
R N E U R. Yeah, real, oh, okay, gotcha. real canapanua in the building. Instagram and yes, and and we've sold out every show, man. This is our seventh show. We sold out every single one. Started in the beginning of uh, 2018 with 5,000. We did our last one with a thousand people in October 2021. This one's gonna be even bigger, like I said. And uh, man, it's it's just a lot to learn, and there's a lot of great jewels and nuggets. And I'm so glad to have my brother Lord Jamal on stage, baby. We gonna get it popping all the way. I put out that announcement yeah. today, and and, and and the cannabis industry went crazy. They said, right. "What? He gonna be in there?" I said, "Yes, sir. He's yes, coming yes. to represent." So uh yes, yes. you're making me feel smoky right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's what we about to do. <laughs> that greeny green. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. And we well, and we got a lot of product. Let me tell you, we have the best sponsors in the world. Let me tell you, we also have Mike Tyson's one of our sponsors, Future oh, Roller. Shit. He gets all of Mike Tyson rolls, all of the paper, all of this, all of that. We have Levo. Levo is the extraction machine that you just put in. It's like a coffee machine. Put your butt in and it extracts the oil for you so you can do edibles and stuff yourself right at home. Another one of our uh, uh of our sponsors, man. But we got all of the big dogs that are gonna be in the building. King Palm, one of the most smoked. Uh, natural blunts out there made from the palm leaves. King Palm's been down with us since 2018. They've really blown themselves up, and uh, they've always been down there. Blowing themselves up. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) For real, right? (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, yes, yes, man. A lot of excitement, a lot of stuff, man. I'm so glad to have you on stage, brother. We're going to blow it up big, man. Well, thank you. And let me tell you one other thing, too. Ours is not like a regular conference where it's like talking heads, people like, yeah, 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 you know, thank you, blah, blah, blah. Now it's DJs, live music, we dropping bombs. I'm like, yo, we doing everything on stage, smoke machines. You know, we making it a real production, man, because it's about the entertainment, especially smoke with machines people. with no marijuana, though. Smoke <laughs> machine with no exactly. marijuana. Exactly. Not <laughs> the double tree. Now, what, what about at the after party? Will there be some weed at the after party? Yeah, it's a private event. That's our private party. We, private, do so we do what the fuck we want to do. That's right. right? That's okay. right. That's right. And it's legal in Jersey. We cannot get locked up. Clap <laughs> it up for that. It's now legal in New York, too. It's legal. It's legal. And we got and we're gonna have the infused cuisine at the after party. We got the flying aerial girls. We have the girls flying from the trusses. We got the masseuse stations, guys for oh, girls, girls for guys. We, yeah, I'm gonna bless you, brother. Come on, come and get oh, ready. Get ready. We got the infused- my lower back be feeling a little, I'm just saying it be a little tight. we're throw that CBD oil on there and give you that CBD massage, brother. You're gonna be feeling right, man. And get you right with that. We have the Let's caricature drawers, we got the infused uh glow in the dark cotton candy. We got a um vintage cars of of Ben's in there you can take pictures all kind of stuff man it's gonna be a circus brother um yeah i think that that's most of what i want to question oh real quick before we go what do you think about um this whole shit where biden um is forgiving weed crimes and all this type of shit conveniently you know during the midterm elections and all this type of shit what do do you think about that it's purely for uh votes and we all see the writing on the wall man if if everybody don't understand that by now in terms of politics man we all got to wake up man it's it's election year and the guy's doing this now we've been begging him the whole time he came in and saying he was going to do that him and kamala was talking all that smack about that never did nothing now it's it's election time and now they decide to do that and what they did is there's a whole bunch of other people still locked up. They didn't only pardon the guys with the very lowest charges. A lot of my other guys, they're still in there and said, we ain't getting no pardon. They didn't mm. give us nothing. Yeah. 
So mm. that's what it is, man. Don't don't let them pull the wool over your eyes. Ain't nobody. We definitely not clapping for none of that. I got an idea that involves weed. It's a documentary that I want to do. You know, we should discuss it. Yeah, definitely, definitely, God. definitely. It's time. Yeah. it's time. It's time. It's time. Um. Well, listen. Thank you, King. Thank you, Queen, for coming sure. by. I will see you next Saturday at the Real Cannabis Convention. Uh. You know, this is some entrepreneur shit. It's not about smoking and all of that. If you're coming thinking that you want to get high and all of that, you know, stay home because this is about business, y'all. Straight up. So, get the uh, paper. Get the yeah, paper then kinda, smoke we out. We're trying to not get muscles out of this cannabis business. We want to be part of this business. So I'm going to be there. Uh, my brother Reality is going to be there with me. And, uh, yeah, we're going to get some business knowledge on this day. Yes, sir. Well, I thank y'all for coming through. And I will see y'all next Saturday at the Doubletree Hotel in Newark. No doubt about it. Peace, peace, peace. Good looking out, guys. All right. I hope that was uh, informative. I hope to see some of y'all there um, next Saturday because, you know, this is definitely a moneymaker. You know, it always has been in the black community. You know, we've always been selling weed and shit like that, but we always got the shit end of the stick when it came to um, the punishment for doing something that, you know, that we needed to do to, to, to offset, you know, our, our economic fucking conditions that we placed in. You know, so yeah, please. I, I I definitely would like to see y'all out there next Saturday. Um, let me roll this L real quick. Let me get this going real quick. Um, we back on uh, audio podcast. You can check us on Spotify. Uh, Apple, Google Podcast. You know, if you just want to listen, you know, sometimes you just want to listen. You notice you don't hear no snoring. I put the, I put the big boy upstairs. So no snoring in the background. Let's clap it up for no snoring. All right. So there's a lot going on. A lot going on in the world, in the news. I guess one of the number one things that you keep hearing right now is Kanye West. Kanye West. Kanye West. Well, since uh, we've been gone for a couple of weeks, during that time is when the infamous um, White Lives Matter t-shirt was worn at the Yeezy show in Paris. And everybody had a motherfucking fit. 
white lives matter. Did you see that t-shirt? He's crazy. It's like, I seen it. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's some stupid shit. But I didn't feel the same uh, visceral response as a lot of people did. Because I know Kanye knows how to troll. He knows how to troll the system. Um, and that's what that seemed like to me. Like he was just trolling. Um, so no, no sense in getting upset by it. First of all, y'all all know that I'm not somebody who is a believer in this Black Lives Matter shit anyway. So it's not like he was insulting my organization or he was insulting something that I support by saying white lives matter by putting that on his t-shirt. I don't give a fuck if his t-shirt said black lives matter, all lives matter, white lives matter. I don't give a fuck because at the end of the day, what Kanye does doesn't, um, <laughs> doesn't affect me that greatly, you know? Some of it is entertaining, but other than the comfort of these goddamn slides, <laughs> shit that he does does not really affect me. Um. So then, in response, you had everybody saying, oh, you know, that was some bullshit, blah, 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 blah. You mean Diddy. You mean P. Diddy from the Vernon. And, and, and Diddy's from the Vernon. Let's stop this Harlem shit, what shall we? <laughs> you from Mount Vernon, motherfucker. You know you from Mount Vernon. Um... Diddy's basically spoke publicly against um, the shirt. Um, and, and in Kanye's response, that's when all hell broke loose, according to <laughs> those who don't even want to be mentioned by name. Woo. Woo, these people go. Somebody said what he meant was <laughs> white pussy matters. Oh, shit. That's funny, Ahmad. Um, so... In his interaction with Diddy, he's like, man, you know those people told you to, to hit me up. And by those people, you know who we talking about. Like, I, I just came off a strike. I don't even... <laughs> got me like, you know what I mean? Woo. You know those guys. Um, 
and he claimed he was going to go Death Con 3. First of all, isn't it Def Con 3? <laughs> I thought it was Def Con. But apparently he said he was going to go Death Con 3. Woo! On them boys and girls. And when he said that, <laughs> he didn't even go DEFCON 3. He just said when he wake up, he was going to go DEFCON 3. That's all he had to say. That's all he had to say. A woman who's been persecuted by Michael Myers all her life. She's been running from a killer. Jamie Lee Curtis. She's been running from a murderer since the 80s. But when Kanye said that, this woman woke up crying. She woke up crying. <laughs> Jamie Lee. Oh, I feel so bad for you. <laughs> Hang on. She said she woke up crying. Like she went to bed, I guess thought about it, and then woke up. And like Kanye's words shook her so much that she woke up crying. But this nigga Michael Myers ain't give her no. <laughs> this nigga Michael Myers ain't give her no. Nightmares. That's right. She been running since 1978. Do you have... <laughs> But it's Kanye saying that he gonna go DEFCON 3 when he wake up that got you crying. Oh my goodness. Whoo, you can't make this shit up. You can't make this shit up. Um, so, after that, you got people over at, what's this show? LeBron's show. Let me get to the, to the top because my man from uh, Stockholm was brought this up at the, at the beginning. Um, yeah, so you got this show, The Shop, who, once he said this, he said, well, let me go have a talk with Kanye and take his temperature and see if, you know, if we feel that he's fit enough to do an interview. And after doing, taking said temperature, they felt he was. And then when he got up there, <laughs> he said whatever he said about those people who do not like to be named. Um, and they felt 
that it was harmful rhetoric and all of that to the point that they said, you know what? We're not even going to sh- play the goddamn show. Again, this is a, they're choosing not to fuck with money over trying to punish this guy. And that is rare. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's when you know, just like apparently Charlemagne may have said, and I said this earlier, that's when you know, you know, you really piss these motherfuckers off when they're like, fuck the money. <laughs> when they say fuck the money, whoa, that's when you know you pissed them off. So my man Doc Heard said, though, he said, talk about how the shop isn't airing the Kanye episode, but it's okay for Harvey uh, Levin and TMZ, is it Harvey Levin? Yeah, to record and air it when Kanye said slavery was a choice. Good point, my brother. Let me live. Matter of fact, let's let that just hang there for a second. Oh, let's put another thing that he said. He said Kanye didn't lose his social media accounts when he said slavery was a choice, but this time he did lose his social media accounts. Hmm. That'll probably be a thumbnail right there. Um, <laughs> Rockland's finest. Are y'all late? Uh, you're never late as long as you're here. You just make sure you click that like button when you get up in this motherfucker. Um, that's right, Rockland's finest. Thank you. Um, so yeah, how come when people say hurtful things about black people? about original people. We can talk about killing black people every day on records. You can kill a thousand niggas. You can pimp a thousand black women on record. You can, you can literally say, if you wanted to, that you were committing a Holocaust against black people or a genocide against black people. You could actually say that. Like right now, I just said it, like I'm not gonna get in trouble for saying (laughs) that about black people. But when you say this, when you say certain things, about a group of people who have a lot of power and they say, you know, some they say um, dangerous stereotypes. But, but we know that a lot of stereotypes are rooted in the truth. Like, it just so happens that a lot of people who you might call these people do own a lot of media outlets. Like that's just real and run a lot of media outlets. Is that a stereotype that's rooted in truth? Yes. (laughs) Yes. 
So this is why these, um, when it comes to these media outlets, um, if anything is said, it can quickly be addressed and shut down if need be. Um, you know, I feel like Kanye is one of these, he's a conundrum, you know, he's not a perfect person. He does a lot of bullshit, but then he does say a lot of thought provoking true shit. How about the part when he keeps saying that black people are the original Jews? Is that a lie? Is that hurtful? Is that something that's hurtful? Because that's a lot of his main, um, his main point of what he's saying. Is that crazy? Y'all tell me. Is that crazy to say that we are the original, the first, what people would know as Hebrews or Jews? Historically, if we, if we do our research, is this what we will find? Are the original people here in America, that lost tribe that they speak of? that lost tribe of Israel? Is he so wacky when he's talking about that type of stuff? Y'all tell me. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, Leah, we didn't talk about that yet. We will. <coughs> <coughs> Um, you know, like it or not, I mean, Kanye, he is a pretty smart dude. He is a pretty smart dude. Um, he's emotional. I don't agree with everything that he says and everything that he does. Um, but he does have a point when with certain things. He does have a point with certain things and I don't think we should allow, you know, the media or anyone to determine, you know, who's going to be canceled and who's not going to be canceled based on how they want us to feel. You know, your outrage is not my outrage, and my outrage is not your outrage, obviously. And I can't force you to have my outrage, nor can you force me to have yours. So... That's what we'll say about that. <laughs> Because, God damn it, we just came back. 
We back. I don't need no strikes. I'm more valuable here than not here. Um. So earlier this week, I saw a a thing where it said, 50 Cent Son says $6,700 a month is not enough. And I know a bunch of people, including myself, that was like, what in the spoiled fuck is going on <laughs> like $6,700, $6,700 a month tax-free to a child is not enough. What? That's fine for a lot of grown people. <laughs> let alone a child like do you hear the entitlement that this generation has i mean it's crazy six thousand seven hundred dollars a month is not enough um and so 50 go ahead and and jokes on it, like he makes his own little skits about it. Whoa. He leans into it. <clears throat> um, yeah, he leans into the whole uh the whole shit. I seen him in the tub and acting like the shit came on the TV and all that type of shit. And he does make a point. He says, <laughs> he said, You 25. Why are you still talking about child support? Child support should be over, right? If you didn't go to college, young man, child support was over when you was 18. So, yeah, why are you still talking about child support? And again, if you were getting child support $6,700 a month, up until the age of 16, like, come on, man. You was balling out of control, bro. You was balling out of control. If I was getting bread like that at 16, 17, 15, what? Stop it. If you're smart, you would have saved that money. You would have invested it in, you know what I mean? But what'd you try to do with it? Would you get some jewels? Would you took it to the jeweler? Yeah, I heard one time you somebody said they seen him in the jeweler or or maybe he was in a jeweler and his dad walked in and he ran out crying or some shit like that. Yeah, but um somebody said six thousand seven hundred dollars a month to sit on your ass must be nice. It must be nice. It must be nice. And like, how do you even fix your mouth to say that and not think that you're going to look like a clown after saying it? 
kind of crazy. <clears throat> kind of crazy. Again, it's a lot of entitlement. I mean, I know a lot of people in here have children that are grown. If you, if you're um, if you've uh, you know, if you're from my era, your children are grown. Have you seen any of this entitlement? I'm not going to get into this, some shit. I don't want to get certain people angry. But have you seen any of this entitlement, you know, within your children? Have they come at you where you just like, are you serious? Like, <laughs> are you serious right now? Um, Because it's definitely out there definitely out there and i feel like it's something with this generation somebody said his mama got that 6k not him uh well she's supposed to spend it on him <clears throat> his mama got the money to give to him i think when he was old enough he knew too like yo where my money where my bread at my you know what i mean yeah, I know I you take, you know, that maintenance money, but I, I need my bread, ma. Give me my bread, ma. You know what I mean? That's right, $80,400 a year. A year, $80,000 a year is what that comes out to. Sheesh. Sheesh. He making more than most hardworking folks to just be a child. If you don't sit your little ass down and be quiet and stop that nonsense, sir, you sound crazy. All right, so... In more news dealing with <clears throat> rappers' children, um, there's some shit going on where this nigga Charleston White apparently got online and start beefing with T.I.'s son. Now, I'm not even sure how old T.I.'s son is, but I, you know, I think he's like 18 or some shit like that. Um, and this motherfucker start talking about, first he started talking about he gonna call the police on him and shit, which seems to be, you know, his M.O. with a lot of, um, <clears throat> with a lot of people but then when my brother ti responds you know it's like yo talk to the daddy like you know what i mean like why are you why are you fucking with my son like that basically like talk to me like a man unless you know what i mean and we gotta handle shit handle shit apparently charleston white replies and, and starts talking about he'll treat He'll treat T.I.'s son like Trayvon Martin and he'll shoot him in the throat and all of this type of 
crazy shit. Like, what kind of what kind of shit is that? Like, like, what kind of shit is that? Isn't this the guy that said he's like forty for the children? You're supposed to be a community activist that helps children. Why are you out here talking about shooting children in the throat and bringing up Trayvon Martin? You know, so you you're gonna be the uh, the Zimmerman in this? That's who you want to be. Like, like, I think people are just so, they just don't give a fuck. Like, if it gets views, they just don't care. They just don't care. Like, like, it's no more rules, man. It's, 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 it's no more rules. If it get views, people will just say whatever they want to say. Um, Charleston White's another one, man, like that I have a, a complicated relationship mentally. I mean, I don't know him as a person, but it's like he's another one that he says some bullshit. That I'm like, I don't fuck with this dude. But then he'll go and say some shit that it's like damn he got a point there you know what i mean especially when it talks about why are we glorifying these drug dealer rappers and all of that type of shit like he's right he's right about that why are we glorifying these people and if they talk about <coughs> um drugging girls and raping them and all that type of shit like why would we promote that and support that like i agree with that but at the same time i don't agree with this type of shit i don't agree with this type of shit talking about treating motherfuckers like trayvon martin and all this type of shit like come on man that shit that shit ain't cool man that shit ain't cool and then ti um basically came out and was like, yo, to, to, to his peers, like, yo, where my people at? Why, like, how come nobody's speaking up on this? How come nobody's, where my friends? Why my friends not coming to my aid right now? Where's the friends that I've helped in the, in, in the, in the past? How come they not um, coming to help me right now? I guess that's a that's a you know that's a good question to ask. I mean, I know a lot of people don't want to get in in the sights of Mr. White. Nobody wants this guy trolling them. So that could be a part of it. Um but it's definitely some troll shit I feel like um Yeah, and this is I guess this is where all that's celebrity to me this is where all that celebrity boxing shit would come into play um if motherfuckers really got a problem go on and get in the ring go on and get in the ring and handle it like men you know 
as long as the long as the weight difference wasn't too great you know what i mean because that's why they have weight classes in real boxing um so you don't necessarily want to put two people against each other who's you know where the weight is just retardedly um overmatched unless the smaller guy was just like fuck it i don't give a fuck you know what i mean i'll knock a big nigga out too um then hey but you know charleston white and ti and i heard charleston white i think he was he was talking more shit about that like he definitely talk a hell of shit i'll tell you that he be talking hell of shit. But he also seemed like he's quick to, you know, call the police. Willie D and Melly Mel was the first rappers to do celebrity boxing. Facts. Facts. Willie D got some hands too, don't he? <laughs> Willie D got some hands, don't he? <clears throat> Somebody said, Lord Jay, when's the next rappers with rifles? Be God. Uh, I'm going to figure that out. We're trying to find a, a new place to do it. Because I think the ownership changed or the spot we're doing that. So we're going to find a spot. What Alpo and LL Cool J? Who said that? I don't know nothing about Alpo and LL Cool J doing no celebrity boxing. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So, bottom line, you know, shout out to friend of the show, Ti. And uh, shit, I'm I'm here. I'm here to say that that's some bullshit. I'm here to say that shit ain't cool. You know. Um. Hopefully, hopefully, shit could get worked out. Hopefully, I don't think shit has gone too far to where. Uh, well, I don't know. When you when you when you uh, talk about shooting family members in the throat maybe it has gone too far but you all you know you always hope that you know somehow some way somehow some way a peaceful resolution can be found all right what else is going on out here um What's been going on since we've been gone? Oh, yeah, I said that uh, Biden with the cannabis shit. Please don't fall for that, y'all. Don't act like, oh, cannabis. Oh, you know, thank you for doing what, you know, the things you said you were going to do. Man, this is some bullshit. This is some fucking <clears throat> shit to just get y'all feeling, give y'all the illusion of something being done. 
but that ain't shit. Oh, was I here? I'm not sure, but rest in peace, Coolio, man. Rest in peace, Coolio. Damn, that was a cool brother, man. I remember we had, <clears throat> we were doing this festival in like London, man. This this shit was like gigantic. Like like this is one of them joints that was like 50,000 people type of joint. You know what I mean? And Coolio was like the headliner of this shit. <laughs> like, yo. But, you know, usually when somebody's a headliner of something that big, you know, they be on some bullshit, you know. They don't necessarily want to talk with the other groups and all. Not Coolio. Coolio was just, you know what I mean, with everybody and just, you know what I mean. We chilling, smoking, and fucking, you know what I mean, smoking weed. Um, <laughs> yeah, and just chilling and joking and just, you know, telling stories and just having a good time, man. And he was just a really good brother, man. Like. Yeah, he was a, he was a good brother, man. I hadn't seen him in years, man. This particular show that I'm talking about had to be in the '90s sometime. Um, but yeah, he he just had a good a good energy about him. You know what I mean? Had a good spirit, you know. <clears throat> so shout out to Coolio, you know, definitely. Uh, he was definitely one of those that like during the time when rap was was mad commercial but like soft commercial he had like some harder commercial shit you know what i mean like gangsters paradise was like some you know some hard it wasn't that mc hammer type of shit like you know but it was still commercial like and that shit sold mad records that's why the fuck he was headlining the shit that he was doing Oh, the Alex Jones case. Goodness gracious. Y'all hear about this? Y'all look at this shit. Come here and look at this shit here. Would y'all look at this shit here? <laughs> so apparently, Alex Jones has been ordered to pay the, I guess, fam family the victims families from the sandy hook massacre or people that were affected by that almost one billion dollars that's right i said with a b with a b, 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 b one billion dollars nine hundred and something million to be almost exact because apparently he said that it was a hoax and that there were crisis actors and now they've ordered him to pay almost one billion dollars you see that this story almost is in conjunction with the Kanye story Cause it's like, 
You're taking very powerful people and finding ways to punish them for their for their speech. Finding ways to try to silence them and cut them off at the knees. Now I'm not here to be some sort of Alex Jones advocate. Um But damn, almost a billion dollars? Wow. Who would get that money exactly? Somebody said Alex Jones doesn't even have $2 million, let alone $1 billion. That's what I'm saying. But they'll take that goddamn $2 billion to try to break them. To try to break them. And it's a message to other people. Like we know, like I don't know about that particular incident, but those type of actors that he was talking about, I mean, they do exist. I don't know if, you know, I don't know exactly where they're being used. I can't pinpoint it, but <laughs> like, it's not a term that just came, was just made up and pulled out the ass. Like there are those type of actors out there. Now he may have identified the wrong <laughs> incident, which is why they said, ha ha, we got you. Like that. Well, we didn't use them on that one. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. But let's not act like he just pulled that term out his ass. So, yeah. It's so, so again, it's just a message. It sends a message and it makes people tread lightly. It makes people tread lightly. <laughs> I'm treading lightly right now. I'm not even going to lie. Not even going to lie. I feel like I'm treading lightly, you know, because you don't even know. Like, I didn't know I was going to get a strike for, for playing that video. Like, so now it's like they have you walking on the eggshells. You don't know sometimes what what it is you're going to say or or do that's going to cause you to... Be censored, you know, cause you to lose your platform. And for me, it's not, it's not about money. It's about the connection. It's about y'all having uh, someone having a frame of reference of someone who, you know, is not just 
so easily duped with mainstream shit who has a authentic hip-hop knowledge, um, authentic knowledge of self, and who is here to 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 to, to strive to help y'all, man. You know what I mean? Like, I'm here to strive to help. Strive to add on so we can build. Because there's a lot of bullshit going on in this world. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Somebody got to tell the truth. Somebody got to tell the truth. But now here's the balance. How do you tell the truth? in this field of landmines that they setting up for us on this internet. And I love y'all right back. How do we navigate this? You know, it's like you gotta sometimes Decide what hill you ready to die on, as as Digger would say. You know, we can't fight every fight. Um, Leah Leon said, you don't have to break rules for them to flag you. You really don't. 1,000 people can post the same opinion as you, but they may only flag your page only. There is evidence of YouTube doing that. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. He said the truth is censored in this country, God. Mm-hmm. Hamza said Pfizer's not sued for their poison shots. Obama, Trump, Biden, Clinton bombed innocent people, killed millions, are not sued. Alex Jones has to pay one billion dollars. Free Alex Jones, free Mumia. Well, is Alex Jones locked up? Or are they just trying to tackle his pockets? Yes, we free Freeman. I'm glad to be back in action. Shout out to my man Cam from uh, Connecticut. <laughs> he hit me up like yesterday, and he was like, "Godcast, like, <laughs> like." what's up like and i was like bro they hit me with the strid ike you know what i mean uh but i'm coming back and i'm coming black <sighs> really i'm coming brown let's tell the truth um but yeah i appreciate i appreciate the shout out and i appreciate people like wondering like yo where the god at I ain't seen the God in a minute. Where, where, where the God at? Yeah, I'm here. You know, they just be on that shiznit sometimes. That's why I be leery about um <clears throat> playing videos and stuff like that. You know, you can't play music because if you play the music, then so you're gonna get a flag for that. Not a flag or a strike, but you'll get flag where now whoever owns the music will now take your monetization and all this type of shit for the video and it's just not worth it it's some bullshit um 
Any other subjects y'all want me to touch on? Because I think we touched on most stuff that's going on. Oh, the Celtics coach and the white. I think we talked about that. I get all there later on. They found out she was a, a white Mormon married woman, huh? Mother of three. They said anyone promoting positivity or building anything substantial is being censored. BET Awards. I think we talked about that. Hey, it's just our opinion podcast. What up? Peace to the God, Lord Jamal. Much love, brother. Much love to y'all right back. Shout out to my brothers, Giovanni, Lavish T, 371 Podcast. That's a new podcast. Go check them out. I am doing some directing behind the scenes. So go check my boys out over there. Diddy and Mace. Diddy and Mace. Yes, I see that Diddy and Mace are uh, going back and forth. Um, It's entertaining. I like when he, did he say, your mother got the receipts? (laughs) Say, your mother got the receipts. You put everything in your mother's name. He said, Big can't say nothing because he dead. That was deep. Black Rob can't say nothing. He dead. Craig Mack can't say nothing. He dead. It's deep. That's deep. Um, Seemed like Mace talking his shit, though, recently. Now, I don't know if it's out yet, but I heard a little clip. If y'all go to Cameron page, and I'm not gonna do it right now because I don't, I don't know, I don't want to get flat and not flagged, but I don't want to like, I don't know, somebody now all of a sudden I play this little clip and it's some shit. But yo, there's a little clip. You go on Cameron page. There's a clip. It's Mace. He got a ski mask on, like a colorful ski mask, some jewels and shit, and they're playing. He's playing a clip. Of a song. Now this shit sound hard as fuck. Dude, it's a clip of a song. It's Mace, Cameron, and Jadakiss. And Mace play a little piece of his verse. The shit was hard, y'all. The shit was hard. I want to hear the whole song now. Um, that nigga says some shit like the Coachella closer in the yellow rover. Like, yo, woo, shit was hard. It was hard. Um, but yeah, you know, they going at each other. It's entertaining. I mean. They was real close at one time. They was real close at one time. 
Somebody said, nah, Mace revamped himself. Can't even lie. Yeah, he did. But it's funny, he's he's still jumping between like Pastor Mace and like Street Mace, like Murder Mace. You know what I mean? And he was talking about talking to his audience and all of that. Like, I don't know, he's making himself more accessible these days. I think the bread that he got from fucking with Fabio and even the um the attention that that garnered got him back ready to talk. You know what I mean? And he's he's really trying to seem like he's trying to overthrow this whole bad boy he's talking about. We got to get rid of those old gatekeepers. But then it's like, I if you get rid of the old gatekeepers, what, so that you can be in this place? You know what I mean? Like, uh, you, uh, you want to overthrow Diddy so that you could be the new Diddy Mace? Is that is that because you know what I mean? If 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 this guy is unfair and at the way you say he is and all of that, then we don't need no we don't need a new Diddy. We don't need you to take his place. You know what I mean? We need morals and fucking guidance to take the place, man. We need people in in high places that don't just worship money. Mm-hmm. How about that? people with some sort of morals where it's not always about money. Somebody said May signed with death row recently. Did he? Past the Mace is a hustle. Let's yeah, it probably is a hustle. Yeah, it's a, I mean, yeah. I think he he went to the Rev Run school of <laughs> school of after rap. It's like, what can I do after hip hop to make bread and not have to pay taxes? Ah, I know. I'll be a reverend. Yeah, that's it. I know it sounds funny, but fuck that. My frame of reference is Rev Run. Charlie said, do you guys ever talk turkey with Diddy? I don't even know what you mean by that. <laughs> talk turkey how? What is turkey? Thank you for the donation, Charlie, but <clears throat> what, sir, is turkey? I mean, at one point, Diddy managed Brand Nubian for like two weeks <laughs> early in the game. Like some shit like that. Yeah, I feel like it was like two weeks. So if we talked turkey, meaning money, at that time, that's when the turkey would have been talked. Um, other than that, Charlie, I really kind of want to see what your answer is. Like, type in what you mean by turkey, because I don't even know what you mean. <laughs> when you see it, talk turkey. These days, that shit can mean anything. You know what I mean? Motherfuckers say talk spicy, and spicy means different shit to different people, right? Nowadays, spicy means 
RuPaul spicy. You know what I mean? But spicy at another time could have meant like talking shit. You know what I mean? Talking tough. So that's why when you say talk turkey, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, guap, money. Okay, yes. Okay. Yes, at that time we did. Yes, we talked money. Just had to make sure, Charlie. <laughs> he said guap, money, though. Thank you, Charlie. Yeah, just had to make sure, man. You know, a lot of niggas got funny um, definitions for things nowadays. You know what I mean? And you'll say some regular shit and a nigga be like, pause. And you know, like, what the fuck did I even say? Like, you know what I mean? And get the fuck out of here with this pause shit, too. Motherfuckers. Oh, goodness. Um, wait, hold on. Did I read some shit about a transgender? transgender raped woman or some shit like that and I forget where I read this shit but that's the type of shit they don't want to talk about oh also I don't know if y'all heard but earlier today in Bristol Connecticut which actually is the home of ESPN I don't know if y'all know that but um Apparently this dude, pretty sure it was a white dude. Um, yeah, some officers got ambushed, man. A dude made a fake 911 call, like for domestic violence. And when the police came to respond, two of the police officers apparently were killed. And they say that um, another one was injured. And they say that whoever did it was using an AR-15 uh, type weapon. You know, and whenever I hear that, it's kind of like, okay, the reason why they even want to bring this, you know, it's not just about the police getting shot. It's, you know, they definitely on this rampage against ARs. Um, and this will be another justification of why, you know, they should try to ban them. Don't fall for it, people. <laughs> Please don't fall for it. I, uh, my, my heart and my condolences go out to the officers who lost their lives and to their families. Um, this is tragic, you know. Like seriously, like just think about. It. You think you're just pulling up, <clears throat> um, for a domestic violence call. You think you're just doing something routine and you walk into an ambush? That's crazy. That's crazy. 
Um, oh, yeah. Somebody said Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't know if y'all are watching this Jeffrey Dahmer joint on Netflix. They said this is like the second most watched series ever on Netflix. I haven't watched it. I'm a little conflicted by it. Although uh, a young man that I know, young Rodney, um, I've known this young man since he was born, basically. He's in, apparently he's in the, he's in this, he's in the show. He's, he plays the, the, the black deaf guy. <clears throat> uh, because in real life, you know, he was born and he has a, uh, he's had a cochlear implant since he was a child. Um, my daughter actually went to the prom with this young man, with Rodney. Um, he's a family friend. And um, congratulations to him on on this role that he's got on it, on his Dahmer joint. Um, but from what I understand, you know, it's a lot of, um, you know, I want to see at least his episode, but I don't think I want to watch the whole thing. You know, it's a lot of, uh, let's just say things that I don't, <laughs> I don't just, I'm not interested in, like, you know, so, but congratulations to young Rodney. I heard he did an excellent job. Like people are really talking about his episode, particularly, um, Somebody said he does a great job in the show. Thank you. Yeah, I heard that. I really, I heard that. Um, so if I check it out, I'm going to only check out his episode. But other than that, Fred Martin said it best. <laughs> yeah. Um. Whoa, somebody said, <clears throat> somebody said, I thought you was going to mention that show Umar Johnson was on with the transgender. What in the Marcus Garvey, Frederick Douglass are you talking about? What show with tra what transgenders? What the, what? He was on there bombing them, yes? Siraj, what are you talking about? <clears throat> See, that's how I felt um, Streets Logic like is way too much of that, you know, LGBT. And what's so funny is, right, I heard it had a tag on it like for LGBT stuff, but then they tried to take it off. You know why? because they don't want to be in the light of of LGBT seri or serial killers and all this type of shit. Like, you know what I mean? That's crazy. Um, oh, I thank you, Siraj. Just getting an answer. 
Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, Siraj, with 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 um Omar and some show with transgenders, but um hopefully Rebel was on there speaking truth to power. <clears throat> That's all I could say. All right, well listen. I think we uh we have done the do for tonight. I appreciate y'all. Um, we are back. Hopefully everything is copacetic <laughs> in this episode. Uh, and if so, I will be back very soon. What's today? Thursday? Uh, I don't know. Maybe since I've been gone so long, I'm going to see what's up. Maybe I'll come back during the weekend or very early next week. Maybe do two or three next week just to, you know, <clears throat> pump it up a little something. Uh, thank you, John Hall. <clears throat> it's glad to be back. So listen, uh, once again, if you haven't, make sure you click like. Uh, if this is your first time coming to the channel, make sure you subscribe to the channel. I think we're almost at 160,000. Hang on. We're, we're very close. Let me look. Let me see something. Yeah. Oh, come on. <clears throat> 159,761. Come on. We're only a few hundred away from 100. And 60,000 subscribers on YouTube. Let's clap it up. Let's clap it up. I couldn't do it without you. So tell a friend to tell a friend um, to subscribe to the God Chant, to the Godcast. Um, yeah. We just need a light, two and some change. You know what I mean? You know, like two or some change. Um. <clears throat> so yeah. Oh, can y'all and and can y'all please? I see some of y'all out here still wearing the mask. What's wrong with y'all? Like, you you really wearing the mask still? Like, come on, knock it off. They didn't. They didn't been. Stop the mandatory mass shit. Like, they just trying to see who's still, you know what I mean? I'm seeing a lot of people in, in the hood doing this. Like, like, what's wrong with y'all? Take that goddamn mask off. You're suffocating yourself. <sighs> anyway. Uh, yes, I will bring, I'll be bringing Digger and Godfrey back very soon. Um. Yeah, this was spontaneous. I wasn't even sure if I was going to be able to go live tonight, to be honest. I wasn't sure when the um, the uh, little punishment had expired. They didn't exactly tell me when, so I had to kind of guess, uh, and I guessed right. So we back, we here, and uh, I'll be back soon, and 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 your the rest of your players will be back as well. Artie stacks. We'll be back soon. Digga digga. And my brother Godfrey. Until then. 
like subscribe click that notification bell click all and uh once again it's great to be back for the godcast i am lord jamar peace thank you thank you thank you we out